What's up, people? This is the 360 Places podcast, and this is episode number 18. And today we have a special guest, as always. <laughs> First time. Angel, what's up? Nothing much. You good? I guess. I'm trying to be. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm very excited for this episode because I was looking forward to talk from someone from a country. and. Oh. From a guy who looks it from a distance, mm-hmm. I would like to get a lot of information from you. Okay. And yeah, I'm just excited to get to know your country. Thank you. So you wanna tell people where you're from? Yeah. So my name is Angel, and I'm from South Sudan. Yeah. So I guess that's it. <laughs> okay. Where I stay in South Sudan, Juba, to be specific. Juba. Yeah. Ah, and I realized a lot of um people from your country stay in that capital. It's the capital city, right? Yes, the so, capital for now. For now. Yes, we never know what is going to happen in the future. So by the way, by the way, let's that. get into that. Let's let, let's just get right into it because, um, I, I grew up in Tanzania. Mm-hmm. And my country and yours are very different in so many ways. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I just, I just want to get to the small talk first, then I'll go to my heavy questions that I have for you. Okay. So I I, I had, I, I had, I didn't have um, a friend from Sudan before. Mm-hmm. I just had from a friend who is a Kenyan. Oh. I just want to verify if this fact is true. So apparently he told me that in Sudan... For a lady mm-hmm. to get uh, a bigger, how how do they call this thing that the money that they give you when you want to get married? Dowry. Dowry. Yeah. For them to get a bigger dowry, they have to be tall and dark. It depends on which tribe you're talking about. It's not all tribes. It's not all tribes. Yeah, that's just specific. For oh, one it's, so tribe. it's tribal. It's, it's not. It's not country. It's not a country thing. No. Huh. Yeah. Which which tribe is dominant in your country? Dinkas and the North. Newark. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that, that sounds aerobic. Very aerobic. Not really. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so like those are the biggest stripes. The Dinkas are the biggest, and the Nuers are after them. Nuers. Yes. And the Nilots? The Nilots, yes, but then they're not so many, I guess. Huh. Yeah. The the Shuluk, the. the uh, Oh, okay. I'm forgetting some of those <laughs> tribes, but the the yeah. Cholis, uh, the many. Okay. okay, let me just talk about those two because those are the main ones everybody oh. talks about, the Shuluks and the Cholis. But yes, the other Nilots. Well, all right. Yeah. Okay. And um, from from the vibe you, you you're giving me, mm-hmm. I feel like your country has less tribes than my country. Nope. Like we're sixty two and more. It's just that I didn't stay in my country for that long. So. Oh, okay. We're gonna talk about that. <laughs> L- let me tell you, Tanzania has I think twice the number of your tribes. Because okay. if you guys have sixty two, we have over one twenty. I had 62 after most of them were combined and stuff like that. Oh, okay. So it's like 62 and more. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. They're yeah. more than 62 yeah. and at l- least. L- let's go back in time. Mm-hmm. You guys got independence. Apparently, like, you, you're the latest to get independence. Mm-hmm. You got it in 2011, right? Yes. How does that feel? To be the last guy? <laughs> well, uh, back then it was good. Uh-huh. It felt real good. Right now, it's just trying to get along. <laughs> oh, okay, okay. Yeah. So, so it's it's like the who is this guy that was that was killed? He was the Liberian president, Libya, Libya president. 
Gaddafi. Mm-hmm. So it's like the, the Gaddafi situation. You know, Libya was a lyrical country and it was at peace and people were just living a good life. Mm-hmm. Then they thought it was a good thing to remove the guy out of power. Mm-hmm. And he didn't want to get out of power. So they used force and he was killed at last. And then they started saying like, oh, we, I think we fucked up. I think the guy <laughs> being here was a good thing. So is, is that the same thing with you? No, not really. Ours is kind of different because like back then when we were still Sudan, hmm. uh, we had a lot of civil wars. <laughs> oh, yeah, was, yeah, yeah, yeah. We had a lot of civil wars. So the peace thing came along like we wanted to be apart from the Arabs because like we had a lot of civil wars with the Arabs being black and all but um after at least for the first year 2011 2012 2013 everything was going good till 2014 Hmm. another civil war but uh it's not a big deal really because like it's just like us trying to get along i'm sure after some years we'll be okay okay (laughs) yeah (laughs) you got used to it yeah you get used to it because you know it's not like if it's a bad thing that we got split. It's actually mm. a good thing because now we get to do things. We're not afraid to be who we are. Mm. You know, being yeah. black and all, we don't have to live according to other people's standards. So yeah, it's a good thing. And you don't have to learn their language as well. Not really. That part was good. <laughs> that was good, eh? Yeah. So the Arab was good. Yeah, the Arab. So, so was basically, good. every every person in Sudan can speak Arab. Not really, not everyone, because like most of us during the civil wars, many people went out. Hmm. Like there were a good number of people who left the country. Like for me, I don't speak proper Arabic. Hmm. Yeah, I speak um, broken Arabic. We just call it like the the Arabics we speak in our country. Hmm. There's so many of them. It's like, so like slang of uh, yeah. Oh yeah. So, okay. Yeah, that's what happened. But classical Arabic is spoken by those who lived in Khartoum mostly hmm. and those who studied in Juba because it was part of the curriculum. So they had to learn. Oh, yeah. They had to learn it. Yes, but yeah. those who grew up outside, to be honest, my country is so diverse in oh. culture, okay. <laughs> in a lot of things because like how people were split during the wars. So people oh, yeah. came, when oh, yeah. they came back, they came yeah, back with a yeah. lot of... Things. By the way, uh, like uh, when I was getting ready for you, I was reading uh, through different um, histories of South Sudan. Mm-hmm. And I realized a lot of you guys moved to different countries to find shelter after, this, after the civil wars and stuff. Yeah. So coming back, you came with a culture. Yes, everyone yeah. came with a different kind of culture. So ev- every region, let, let's say just every place has their own identity and culture. Oh, you, you cannot say region and place because like we came and we all mixed up. Oh, oh. Yeah, it was just like oh, everybody so, so, so came start and confusing. just mixed yeah. up. Yeah. So, yeah. But then still the most dominant culture is the Arabic, Arab culture. The Arab culture. Yes. It's still really dominant in our lives. Hmm. We still have a lot of things we borrow from them. But... Yeah, we still have people who have mm. the East African behaviors, no. those who come and the Americanish. <laughs> so we yeah, have yeah. all that, yeah. yeah. Yeah, mixed in one country. Mm-hmm. Uh, as I was telling you earlier on, your country and mine are different in so many ways. I guess. I meant in, in the peace way. Because I grew up in a country where peace was something. We, we but It came to a point we took it for granted. Because mm-hmm. it's even like I trade, we're known for. 
mm-hmm. the country of peace. Mm-hmm. So peace has been a it's it's actually something very good for us. Now I'm trying to see things from your lens. How is it growing in that situation where you have a series of civil wars and sometimes you have to run away from your country, sometimes you have to go back there and leave because it's your country after all. How is that growing up? Ah, it wasn't a good feeling. Um, I remember there was a time, I think that was maybe 2012 when I had joined high school. Like I had to go with a different identity. I wasn't a South Sudanese. <laughs> At least for some good eight years, I wasn't wow. a South Sudanese. I was a Ugandan. Oh, in, in, in your country? Yeah. No, in Uganda. In Uganda? Yes. Wow. So I couldn't go around telling people I'm a South Sudanese. I tell them I'm a Northern mm. Ugandan. You, because you, like I use, I look like a northerner from oh, oh, yeah. <laughs> from oh, yeah, Uganda. Yeah, 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 I see that. Yes, yeah, so I think that a lot of us who South Sudanese who are in that situation where we couldn't identify ourselves as people from our country because it would be hard for us to survive where it wasn't home. Oh, yeah, yeah. True. But then, right now, I those experiences taught me something. It made me want to be more South Sudanese than before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> because I didn't like the idea that I didn't have an identity. Yeah. I just had to go around being someone I wasn't. So yeah, yeah. It didn't yeah. feel good. And and why did you guys have to, to lie about your identity? Was it because you were, um, like, feeling the shame of being a South Sudanese or you wanted to fit in in the countries you ran into? It was more like trying to fit in. Because, like, um, there were a lot of things, there were a lot of, there were countries that did not welcome us so openly. So, like, if you go around saying you're South Sudanese, they would uh, automatically think you're violent. And then they assume things about you and you would not be so welcomed where you are. So by saying you are from that country, no one would point fingers at you. They would not expect things from you. And you just have to leave yeah, that yeah, way. Yeah. So <laughs> I guess that's that's how it was. Yeah, and, and, I, and, and, and I like see where you're coming from because mm-hmm. I had the, we had this friend of ours. Uh, he was he's a Tanzanian, mm-hmm. but his ethnicity is like he's more Arabian. His 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 originality is from Somali. Mm-hmm. So there was a time uh, there were rumors. I don't know if they were true or not, mm-hmm. but this group of. Uh, to them forgetting so many things. <laughs> <laughs> What's the other group? Al- Al-Qaeda something? Then the, the other group that is in Somali? Um, I don't know. There's, there's a terrorist group in Somali. Mm-hmm. So so that there were rumors that it's, it's in Tanzania at the time. Mm-hmm. It was in Tanzania. And it wanted to blow up one of the places that had a bigger population, maybe a mall or hotels or something. Mm-hmm. So police were very careful on people who were moving who had that identity of people from Somali. So the guy was just, you know, going to a mall, just normal shopping to get stuff. And he noticed a policeman has been following him for a while. Wow. Yeah, it was... So, like, looking things from his point of view and actually getting to hear your story. And I feel feel bad for, for people who have to go through that. But then again, I think it's an experience that teaches you yeah, a lot about survival, yeah. Yeah, it does teach you a lot of, a lot about survival, but it also makes you a good liar. So, <laughs> <I guess. laughs> so you, you're, you're telling me you could be a good spy. 
I guess maybe <laughs> who knows who knows yeah yeah but yeah it's anyway I don't wish that on anyone so because once you lose your identity you, you just don't know where you belong yeah true yeah. so yeah because every time you will be switching today maybe you this person tomorrow you have to you have yeah. to keep up with with the lie that you you've told yes true so when you met your fellow people from Sudan while you're doing high school in Uganda, would mm-hmm. you recognize them? Yes, I would. I know this is from my country. Would speak in a language, and yes, my name was also a giveaway. <laughs> oh, your name was from South Sudan. <laughs> yeah, I had the my um, traditional name, if that's what you guys call it, mm-hmm. like the local yeah. name. Yeah, it's. Though still, it would be more northern Uganda-ish, but mm. it was still South Sudan. In between the lines. Yeah. Oh, because, oh. like, my father's tribe, they're both Ugandans and South Sudanese, and my mother's tribe is exactly the same thing. They're both oh. Ugandans and South Sudanese. There's some of them who remained in Uganda centuries ago, so oh. they became Ugandans, and some of them oh, moved to South Sudan. South, yeah, they remained in South Sudan, so they mm. became South Sudanese. So, like, it's... People wouldn't, like, literally know, unless I say I'm South Sudanese. But, you know, I really love being South Sudanese. So, <laughs> when I went to high uh. school, my elder sister identified as Ugandan, and then uh. me, when I came along... I had identified as Ugandan for a whole year, I guess. Then I didn't like the idea. Oh. I had friends who are South Sudanese and that identified as South Sudanese. So mm. I just didn't enjoy that I was not. And I liked the idea of being international. Mm. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. The privileges to that. Yes. Yeah. So when I went there, I, like after a year, I think it was in my second year of high school, and then there was this international Sabbath. Then my South Sudanese friends asked me asked me to present, and then I was like, "Oh, I will, I will." Mm. Then when I went on stage, people were shocked. Oh, how can oh, she be uh, South yeah, Sudanese yeah. and has sisters? Yeah. Are they even yeah. sisters? <laughs> <laughs> then I had people to also tell people that I'm South Sudanese because my dad is South Sudanese and my mom is Uganda, which wasn't quite true. But okay. yes, I just had to tell people that yeah. to make up for the Uganda. Oh, part. the sister! You didn't yes. want to throw your sister under the bus. Yeah, <laughs> okay. but I still did either way. Yeah, I still did. Yeah, 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 yeah. I see that. Mm. But anyway, it wasn't so bad. The experience wasn't so bad. It was bad for some time, but it wasn't so bad afterwards because now I could freely say I'm South Sudanese. Oh, oh, oh yeah, yeah. So, so, so yes. you you got that energy from your friends, yes, who identified as South Sudanese mm-hmm. straight from the jump. Yes, and the idea of always wanting to identify as that. So. Oh, all right, all right. Yeah. So I'm, I'm, I've I've seen a few people from Sudan. I don't know which part of Sudan they're from here in school, mm-hmm. and. I guess I, I saw a lot in in the previous years. Mm-hmm. Now I don't see many, mm-hmm. and they're very tall, mm-hmm. dark. Mm-hmm. And is is that the type of people that you see in Sudan? Not really. Those are just like let's say those are the two main tribes. Oh, like like you said earlier. Yeah, the Dinkas and the Nuers. They're usually tall, but we 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 have so many other tribes that have tall people. But those are the two tribes that usually are tall, like the tall. By nature, they're just mm. tall people. They're tall, dark skin. Yeah, that's how you identify them. But then still, 
even among them they have light skinned people who are tall light skinned oh. people who are short hmm. dark skinned people who are short but oh. most of them are tall oh. and dark and okay. slimmed body but that doesn't mean all of them are like that <laughs> oh yeah i get it i get it and in the whole country we have tribes that are just short and light skinned very mm. light skinned mm. and they're very short wow. and then we have those who are medium we have all colors i guess that <laughs> we do <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> because if I go back home, I'll see all, all kinds of people. Mostly yeah. if ever any one of you go to Juba, you see all kinds of people. All there. kinds of people there. Yeah. yeah. It's not just tall that's No tribe is dominant. No. In Juba, no. Yeah. <laughs> you see everyone there. Yeah. But yeah, the places where this tribe is that's where they stay, this tribe, this is where they stay, this just like that. Oh, okay. All yeah. right. So in, in terms, let's talk in terms of travel. So mm-hmm. um, if somebody wants to visit your country, and I don't think it's, an, it's, an, it's in the mind of many people trying to visit South Sudan <laughs> because of like the reputation that you guys have mm-hmm. and the things that have happened. Mm-hmm. And I'm also trying to get closure and understand your situation. Maybe convince me to try and, you know, <laughs> come and check out the, the place. Okay. So, uh, prior to, to the place that someone could maybe go and check out, would you advise anyone on going to visit South Sudan? For now, yes. It's much peaceful. Mm. So, you can come see it. It's much peaceful now. So, yes. Mm. You can come see it now. As long as it remains peaceful. But that is not guaranteed, though. Yeah, because, like, we never know what happens tomorrow, you know? For all countries, not just my country. You know? mm, yeah, true. We just never know what happens. But for now, it's pre- peaceful, really peaceful. Yeah, you can come see. Just don't get too cocky. <laughs> all right, all <laughs> Don't right. try to get involved in things that you shouldn't. Yeah, yeah, true. Yeah. If you don't do that, you'll be okay. You'll be all right. Yeah. You'll get by. Yeah, you'll get by. People will welcome you. Actually, our people love foreigners. Uh, the kind of biased (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah yeah. but do you do you you get a lot of visitors do you get a lot of foreigners coming to visit your country yes a lot they come for work oh yeah specifically work most of them yes leisure not really it's more like most people hear that south sudan has money which is not very far from the truth yes our people have money if you look at the right places but not everyone who comes to look for work gets actually work. Oh. Some of them come and they don't find anything and they have to go back. But if you come and you're good, you do your work well, people will be welcoming to you and you mm. get something. You get a good a good amount of Yes, and cash. most people just come there to look for work and money. So and yeah. so it's, it's, it's a good area for business. If you want to go work in South Sudan... You're good to go. Like that. Yes. That's a summer. Yes. Like if if you're not go for leisure, maybe for leisure, look somewhere maybe else. For now, yes, look somewhere else because like right now people are trying to first stabilize the country. No, oh. they want to get back on their feet. There are really nice places to visit there, but for now it's hmm. not really. Yeah, people are not really open to tourism for now. <laughs> yeah, probably <laughs> right. in the future, yes. Yeah. But when you come next time. When it's much better to visit, you can yeah. come visit a place. Uh, you can come visit Nimule. Nimule. Yeah, that's where Game Park is. 
Mm. Well, National Gempaki is, is the river there, River mm. Nile and everything. Mm. It's a nice place to visit and there are a lot of mountains, greeneries, everything. Mm. Yeah. So it's a nice place to visit. You can come to Nimule. The other places are Torit, Wow, Warab. All those places that are nice places to visit. Mm. It's just for now, things are not settled. So people are trying to settle things first. They call me first. Yeah. But you can come work. <laughs> <laughs> All right. If you're like, if you're like, get it back, you might as well as go to yeah. Yeah. So um, another another question that you you talked about um there are really nice places to visit and you mentioned one of the places uh the Game Park mm-hmm. and the Nile River. Mm-hmm. What other places? Um. <laughs> okay. Me myself, I haven't moved around a lot, so like. Can I Google that out first for you? <laughs> <laughs> I know the places to go oh, with. It's oh, just oh, yeah, that yeah. I don't remember you the don't names. You remember quite well. Yeah, I yeah. don't remember the names. You can come to Juba too. We have some nice results. Mm. And the river passes through there. So the, there's a beach there. That's good. <laughs> <laughs> and and you, you guys bought a lot of countries, by the way. You bought almost four or five countries. Yeah, I think we have Ethiopia. Sudan, which is the northern part of South Sudan. We have Kenya, Uganda, Uganda Congo. Congo. And Central yeah. Republic. Yes. It's somewhere there next to Congo, I guess. Yeah, mm. yeah, yeah. So they're like six. Yeah, close wow. to. Wow. Mm. So you, you have a lot of areas to run to. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> That's a joke. No, no. Most, yeah, yeah. most people prefer to run to Kenya, Congo, and Uganda. And Why? some and Ethiopia. Why? Because those are the nearest places. Oh. And you can easily get in there. <laughs> okay. The borders are so strong. Not that they're not so strong, but they that's will where in. most people have uh, run to over the many periods yeah. of war. So yeah. So the other people who can actually welcome you and yeah, they are yeah. Sudanese. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So the thing that seared up most of these civil wars was the fight between you and Arabs. The first ones, yes, it was fight for peace before the independence. People were looking for a place where they can call their own hmm. and they wanted the peace. So we always fought with the Arabs for our independence. That was before. Right now, civil wars, we're just trying to, you know, every country has their own civil wars. Hmm. So it's the same for us. We're just trying to stabilize ourselves, hmm. and get, yeah get somewhere in life yeah. so right now it's so it's, it's so political the civil wars are political yeah the political based yeah oh. it's much more let's try trying to dominate the other one but <sighs> people are trying <laughs> <laughs> what are the main languages that are spoken that you, you, you spoke of um arab arabic mm. yeah but oh. arabic there's so many types of arabic in south sudan so yes the the classical Arabic, but mostly spoken by many people, is English. English is not so much. Let me not lie. Not many people know English, but they're mm. trying to learn. So it's mostly Arabic. Mm. Yeah. Then each tribe has their own language. So it depends yeah. on where you go. Then you meet those tribes and their languages. Yeah. yeah. And, and, and I noticed you guys were, I don't know if you're occupied or colonized by an African country. Is that true? Is my history good? Were you guys colonized by Egypt? Yes, there was a time I think Egypt came trying to colonize us. Oh, we had so many people who colonized us. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> but that was when we were Sudan, so... <laughs> yeah. The whole of the, the, the Arabs and Africans yes. all together. Yeah. And do you think this is the reason as well? Um, A lot of you guys have... The diversity is so big in terms of the culture diversity. Just leave alone the civil wars. I know that has a great impact. Yes, I think that is. Because like right now, my tribe, we have so many Spanish names. Huh. Like people from my tribe and my mother's tribe. Arbeto. Yeah, such names. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah. yeah, we have so many Spanish names. And then some tribes have so many... Like, different tribes have different names. You will be surprised to find a lot of Spanish names in our country. We have a lot of um, uh, Arabic names. Mm. Yes. And then the bit of French names, but not so many. But mostly the Arabic and the Spanish. Mm. Yes, there are many. Oh. Yes. It's very diverse. Mm Mm-hmm. (laughs) (laughs) when you spoke about diversity first i I didn't understand it deeply now i'm I'm trying to get there and understand the diversity that is in there Mm -hmm. i think that's also something that someone could come and just witness the spectacular and see a lot of different tribes names Mm -hmm. you know just fitting in together in the same capital juba yeah and a lot of different types of food too (laughs) yeah there are a lot of different types of foods Yes. So w- would you say it's 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 a great place to go and do food tourism? Yes, 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 because you you'll be surprised how how many types of ugalis we have. <laughs> oh, wow. Okay, okay. Uh, what's the name that you cuz uh, honestly like we we I don't know if, if people follow us on YouTube as well. Mm-hmm. We had a video we talked about just ugali. Mm-hmm. It's been the, the one of the most famous foods in Africa. Mm-hmm. And and uh, a lot of different countries have different names for it. Mm-hmm. For example, in, in Western Africa, they call it fufu, fofo. Mm-hmm. In Uganda, they call it kaunga. In Tizi, we call it ugali. Mm-hmm. In some other place, they call it sima. Mm-hmm. What do you call it? The easiest is asida. Asila. Asida. Asida. Yes. Ah. That's the easiest. What's, what's the toughest? Now, I, I always go for the toughest. What's the toughest? Ah, no. Don't ask me. I don't speak classical Arabic. <laughs> Don't ask me. Okay. <laughs> yeah, but that's the one everybody knows. Like, if you say, Asida. I want a cedar, they know you're talking about Ugali. Mm. Whether you go to the north or you're in the south, it's still the same. Because a cedar is like, it's a general term for Ugali. Mm. Yeah. But now we have other types of a cedar, like a cedar bafra, a cedar telebun. Okay. I see the, I see the, there's so many. Wow. <laughs> yeah, like uh, you have um, cassava based. Yeah. You have uh, potatoes based, wow. sweet sweet potatoes, where they wow. mix sweet potatoes with uh, maize. You have maize, you have sorghum, you have, wow. uh, what is it? You have uh, wheat. Hmm. Yeah, they mix it with the maize flour wow. and then they make. Ugali. You guys are the capital of diversity. Right? <laughs> Not really. I'm sure. I'm sure other countries also are. I don't, so I don't think so. I don't think so because a lot of other countries they just have this one type. Okay, they have other types, but <clears throat> mainly it's just one type of ugali, or one type of the way they prepare it. Mm-hmm. But you guys, I say. The, the maize thing, you're picking it from East Africa. Mm-hmm. The cassava thing, you're picking it from Nigeria. This thing, you're picking it from... So I see a lot of different cultures <laughs> united just in this one place. 
I guess because like to be honest, we also use um a lot of wheat based. Uh. So we have we don't have chapati. Chapati is just new; it's coming in now. Huh. But we didn't have Are chapati before. Yeah, we wow. had something close to ja- chapati. What was it's that? Called gorasa. Gorasa. Yes. How 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 is it different from chapati? Because like you, they put yeast in it. Huh. Yes. You know, growing up, I thought every country in the world had chapati. Yeah, <laughs> no, <laughs> really, chapati is just coming in now. Mm. Uh, so like. We had gurasa. There's also something close to um, some fermented. It's white. Mm. It's called kisra. It's kisra. like um, how do I say? Um, you know the Somalis eat something. What is it called? The white thing they eat. Bread. Not bread. <laughs> there's that sour white thing that they usually cook. Uh, I have no okay, idea. when I remember, I'll let you know. Um, so yeah, we have kisra, we have bread. Mm. Like bread is everywhere. You eat okay. bread with everything. <laughs> it's so common. Like the typical bread. Lunch. Yeah, white bread, oh, okay. but then of course homemade. It's homemade. Oh, yes, oh, nice. it has a different yeah, and it's salted most times. Salted. Yes. Oh, oh. so food, food, food. Yeah. We have a lot of things. Yeah. When it comes to food, I don't think I can end because like so many, so many types of food that we got from other countries. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm seeing a lot of positive things that attract me to your country. The diversity, the food. I mean, okay, I get it. Like it's, it's, it's not so stable now for tourism, mm-hmm. but. I mean, there are so many things that would attract someone to go for leisure other than business. Yeah, I yeah, guess. Yeah. <laughs> Just from that point, like the food and the cultures and everything. Yes, if you want to like see different cultures, you can mm. come visit because like we have so many different cultures. Even yeah. me, I haven't seen all of them. <laughs> so I have to go around and move. I feel like <laughs> the sum of this, if you want to visit, okay, if I was like trying to do a PR move or advertise Somalia, um, South Sudan mm-hmm. in one single heading of a magazine. Mm-hmm. I would say if you want to visit Africa, mm-hmm. all of 54, 57 African countries in a week mm-hmm. visit so visit South Sudan. Yeah, probably. You'd get everything in there. <laughs> yes, I guess you would. <laughs> You'd get some of everything. Yeah, because you guys have the Arabs, you have the Africans, you have the cultures, you have the language. I, I, I think... Some of you guys, is there a little bit of French? There are a few people who speak French, yes. Those who are exposed to Congo, those who came back from Com- mm. Congo after mm. the civil wars. Some of them do know French. And there are those who know Kiswahili too. Yeah, Kiswahili too. <laughs> you guys have English. You guys have... Like, you have a lot of things. It's just very exciting. I guess. <laughs> I guess I guess civil wars have an advantage to them, I guess. Yeah, probably. <laughs> 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 so um l- l- now i'm trying to understand the whole civil war situation mm-hmm. so maybe let's say it happens how are you guys alerted and you say now maybe this has gone too far now we have to go and how how are you going from home to a different place that transition how is that process okay the, the first ones i wasn't there but for the 2014 one i think i was in the country when the that happened 
there's a lot of gun shootings and stuff like that. But you know, with the the good thing about our people, like the uh the army, they have this belief like you don't shoot civilians anyhow. Yes, they do. They're very reckless. Yes, but they still do have that bit of belief. Yeah. Don't and there's specific places they don't go killing anyhow. For example, churches. Mm. Yes. So us were like my father works for the church, so we're in the church, and then when it started, a relative told us that you know there's something going to happen. You guys have to find a way to get out. So after four days, we were still stuck in the country. Oh. So like uh, the president gave people time to get out. Out of the country. Yes. So the president announced that there's a civil war. It's an he emergency. He did not announce, announce. He just, like, it was something everybody knew were given some period of time. Get out. Get out of the country. Yes. The, the borders were open. Yes, the borders were open. Just for some time, get out. So people got out. So it, it doesn't matter you have a passport or anything? No. Like, the borders are just... No, it was open and just people ran. Like, cars, wow. everything. So, so, so like, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to wrap my head around this, the whole, like, scenario. So, there are a lot of cars moving. Yeah. There are a lot of people as well running. So, it's just chaos. Or is it, like, something organized? When we were getting out of the uh, capital, Juba, yes, it was a bit chaos. There were a lot of cars trying to get out. Wow. And then there were people on border borders. Just like the movies. People, yeah. People on their feet trying to walk out of the capital. But then after after tra- driving for some time, it was just cars, mostly on border borders, trying to get up. And then there were, of course, the mir- mila- uh, sorry, military uh, vehicles mm. trying to escort people out. Oh. So, yeah, that was until we got to the Ugandan border. Some of us who had passports, we stamped and got in. Mm. Those who did not... They had to, to wait, wait there for yeah. some time. I don't know what happened to them. Then, yeah, we just continued on like that till yeah. we reached. But most of us, like, I don't remember getting out of the car to go stamp my documents. Huh. It was uh, just one representative that oh, got he takes out. all the documents out. Yes, oh. and took. And also another thing, it was because, like, uh, of the church. Like, we use the church car. So we're allowed oh. to move more, much more easily. Those who were in aid organizations, churches, oh. and stuff oh. like that, they were, they were much more easy pass. Yes, it was much more easier for them to move. And then others, yes, they were getting the oh. the military was trying to help, but not so much. But people mm. tried. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. They got out. Like I, I, I would, I would see from the from, from the Ugandan maybe government, they would want to make sure like. Okay, civilians are going through, but we have to make sure that as well as the terrorists also don't come through to our country. Yeah, but uh, that was much more of a military-based war. So like, oh, it was a military-based war. Military against military. Yes. So it it was much more. How how was the military split? Um, it was split between the vice president and the president. Ah. Yeah. So, so the, they had different I- ideas of running the country. Yes, they had different beliefs on how the country should go huh. ahead. Yeah, wow. so that's what happened in 2014. But yeah, a lot of people died. That's true. But at the same time, at least I'm grateful 
<laughs> a good number got out. Oh. Yeah. Wow. Wow. I'm just trying to still process the whole thing. <laughs> <laughs> but wow. there's some that stayed. Mm. Some that stayed. I tried to stay back and make sure things were okay, but... Yeah, it wasn't easy stage where there was fighting yeah. and you're not sure what is going to happen next year. And those people who stayed, where do they get the supplies? Where do they hide? Do they stay in churches? Do they stay at home? Where do they get food? Some of them were in churches. Some of them were in the bushes. No. <laughs> you're oh. trying to get out, but you're stuck. So you're yeah. in the bush and then you try to find things. Scavenge. Is it scavenge? What? I, I don't trying to collect things from oh, wherever oh, you could oh. get them. Yeah, so it was like that. But yeah, everyone has their own story of what happened in 2014. Everyone has something that was... So saying. 2014 was bad. 2014 was bad, but afterwards there was, I think, another war. Was it 2016? Another civil one, but yeah, it was bad. But uh, it wasn't as bad as 2014. Oh. Yeah. Wow. Sudan, yeah, there you go. <laughs> wow, I'm, I'm just trying to, to take the whole scenario, process it in my mind and look at my country. Mm-hmm. You know, my country, I don't think we've barely even seen even, even a small civil war. It's just normally, uh, maybe during the elections, mm-hmm. you, you just have a small number of people maybe burn different, maybe a building or something. But it, isn't, it isn't so big. Something that can be controlled. Now I'm trying to imagine. It's just chaos. Everybody's trying to get out. Mm-hmm. And there are people who didn't have transport. All the money to, to maybe hire but a Buddha guy. Or just fuel their tank. And it's, it's just... Yeah, nice. it, was, it was bad. But I think some of those things, the bad things that happen make us stronger. Because no one wants to go through that again. Yeah. So, yeah, people are trying to live with each other, even with all the messed up history and everything. Mm. People are trying to live with each other. People are trying to, like, enjoy what we have, the peace we have. No one wants to go back to that point where you had to survive for yourself, run to someone else's country, and there you may not necessarily be welcomed. Mm. <laughs> so, yeah, people are just trying wow. to survive, get a get around and yeah. those who ran out are trying to come back right now many people are trying to come back home yeah, yeah. so yeah hopefully for the next 10 to 20 to 30 years we'll be in peace yeah more power to you yeah, man hopefully. like <laughs> peace peace <laughs> peace to that man yeah and wow so uh what what was going on through your mind oh like that time now you're told <laughs> Your relative called you like guys you need to get out of here something is going to happen and and after four days you're now trying to get out with your family what was going into your mind was, was were you like if i'm gonna get out of here i'm not gonna be back ever in my country no not really i really wanted to come back oh. i was just hoping things would settle down and come back but like i never felt good being somewhere else it's always home is the best yeah, true. when you yourself can say that yeah, true, true. you prefer to stay in, yeah, in tanzania country, yeah. or in uganda wherever yeah. you come from home is always the best there you can be whoever you want do whatever you want and no one will question you because yeah, that's true. your place yeah, true. so yeah yes i was scared because like we were split in different cars my younger siblings and me were all in different cars oh. so like i 
I kept imagining what if something happened to their cows. Then my wow. mom was in a different car, I was wow. in a different car, dad was in a different car. Wow. This is like you just this have is, all those uh, imaginations. Yes, then oh, wow. What happens yes, if something happens to them? Yeah. Like will I if something happens to you as well? <laughs> yes. Will I survive? Will they yeah. survive? Jesus. It wasn't easy though. Yeah. So uh, uh, like it got to a point where strangers got into cars of strangers. Yes. Like uh you didn't see people trying to wave you down, but uh also the military told people that it wasn't a good idea to, to stop. stop. Yes, because you never know. You never know who's stopping you. Yes. And then the people are like along the way there were some cars that were burnt. Wow. So like you imagine by things. the military, <laughs> by the other military who boycotted the yes, president. Yes, by the other military and by other people who are just being unruly. Oh, yeah, I get that. Like, yeah, yeah, people can do that. Yeah. Wow. So, so let, let, let me let me allow you to get to know Tanzania. You, because <laughs> I asked a lot of about South Sudan, and I feel like it's only fair for you to also get yeah. to know my country. So, mm-hmm. you have any interesting question that you wanna throw in my way? Mm, how do I say? I've visited your country. Wow. Okay. <laughs> Talk about diversity. Yes. Um. It was okay. I guess. Just the part where you guys don't speak a lot of English. Where did you go? Um, oh, the, a bit, like I think the whole Tanzania doesn't speak a lot of English. Those uh, I don't remember where exactly, but you came from Kenya. Or... Yeah, I came from Kenya. Mwanza, not Mwanza. Go a bit, not Dar Salaam. Which other? Dodoma. Not Dodoma. Go ahead. One another main city. Tanga. Not Tanga. Arusha. Yes. Ah. In Arusha. <laughs> Actually, a lot of people speak English in Arusha. <laughs> compared to the other country, compared <laughs> to the other parts of the country. <laughs> Dar es Salaam as well. People, but uh, English is, is not our is not yes, our language. There was yeah. a lot of uh, Swahili being used, and I just knew the small pa- Kenyan Swahili, so no. I was like stuck. Yeah. Uh, you know. <laughs> <laughs> And yeah, you guys have good morals too. Uh, thank you. You're kind people. Uh. And welcoming to strangers, which was nice. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we get that a lot. <laughs> yeah, so maybe... Oh, what can I ask? Why do you guys have to, like, why do I have to pay extra to get into Zanzibar? I'm curious about that. You have to pay extra? Yeah. Like, how is Zanzibar, like, different from Tanzania? No, it's, it's, it's the same country. You you paid extra to get into you already no, in Tanzania. Like, yes, already in Tanzania. Then yeah. going inside there I had to pay an, like the oh. told us we had to pay. You had to thing. pay besides transport. Yes, besides transport. More like a visa fee. Yes. Why? Wow. <laughs> I'm wow. just curious about that. <laughs> <laughs> it's you're not supposed to pay. Really? Yeah. Now nah, I'm I'm just trying to understand the whole situation. I thought because it, it was, was a government a, office that told you to pay, or was it somebody who was hosting you? I I wasn't the one who went. It was my little sister who went, but oh. she had to pay to enter Zanzibar. Wow! So I was curious about so you, why she's not that. supposed to pay. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, okay, I don't know the the whole situation to judge, mm-hmm. but from what you just told me, out of thin air, I, I would think maybe someone called her. Really? Yeah, I think she she was con. 
because you guys uh people are not supposed to pay again when yeah happens. like it's like let's say you are in Nairobi mm-hmm. then you go from Nairobi to Eldoret you have to pay visa fee or something it's yeah. the same country i thought because like maybe Zanzibar was a very how do i say big tourism spot so. yeah it's a very big tourism spot so she had to pay and i don't know the grounds she paid she, did this did she pay for the entrance fee to enter zanzibar or did she pay maybe to for a certain tour or to enter a certain place no she said she had to pay to enter that's zanzibar. what she said yeah wow but you, i don't you know don't how true to. that is so that's yeah, why yeah. i'm asking oh you don't have to but like you, you don't have to Zanzibar. Or maybe you have to because the places here in Nairobi were like not we have to pay extra as foreigners to oh. enter. For example, there's um there's that tr- uh library. I don't oh, know that's a library. Oh, okay, or... okay, okay. Now now I'm I'm trying like to to understand the context that you're talking about. Okay, mm-hmm. yeah, you do have to pay extra if 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 you if you're not Tanzanian. Yeah. If you're going to a tourism spot, let's say you're going to a national park, let's say you're going to maybe some you know private beach mm-hmm. yeah maybe tanzanians will go for free all tanzanians will pay let's say a uh, hundred thousand but mm-hmm. for foreigners you could pay maybe 1500 oh okay yeah that's interesting yeah i think all countries do that i don't know i don't think my country does that <laughs> <laughs> you're supposed to do that. what you mean you're supposed to do that uh, for instance in kenya like if you go to a lot of areas Mm-hmm. Even there are places in Nairobi where you go, you, you do, they call it duck riding or something, where you go ride these small cars. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you have for foreigners, you pay extra. You go to zoos, foreigners, you pay extra. You go to a lot of places, I think, tourism spots, mm-hmm. there's a different fee to foreigners. Right, that's yeah. why I'm saying my country is biased to foreigners. <laughs> oh, so, so you guys treat us better. <laughs> Okay, I'm coming, man. To some point, yes, <laughs> they do. They do actually get extra nice treatment. <laughs> yeah, uh, 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 yeah. I, I, I think also in Tanzania, foreigners get a nice treatment, mm-hmm. but based on on a personal uh, treatment, not authority. Oh, maybe okay. say if you meet someone and they they find out yourself with and you need something, you need help. Mm-hmm somebody will be willing to give 110% of their time to you compared like maybe if a Tanzanian had. Of course, they they would help a fellow Tanzanian. That's mm-hmm. something that I'm proud of and mm-hmm. very grateful for my country. Mm-hmm. But for a foreigner, they would go an extra mile. Oh, yeah. That's nice. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I mean, and I'm, I'm very happy. I, I got a lot. I got actually uh, maybe 90% of what I wanted to get. I just wanted to get the whole scenario and the whole vibe that is in South Sudan. And I feel like you guys are very brave. Those of you who went back as well, you're very strong. And going through that, you know, uh, the first of war, the second, um, maybe you heard of them, you weren't there, but you experienced another one and... Mm-hmm. coming back i mean that's 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 bravery at its best and yeah you're a strong black woman man <laughs> not really more power to you <laughs> <laughs> that's nice though but yeah. um it's home yeah, it's home yeah home is the best i give you the strength yeah yeah it really doesn't matter for me home is the best i don't know about the rest of the south Sudanese, but whatever happens if ever 
later in the future there's a civil war again yeah. i have to go out i'll come back because that's my home <laughs> oh, i've never thought about getting into human rights something people who defend human rights and no not really <laughs> you'd be amazing you have a lot of great stories to tell you have, you have a, a lot of affection and you're very passionate with your country i feel like you'll do very well in those grounds from the from from the passion point of view because you're not doing for the money you're not doing for the for the clout or fame you're doing it because you love it and i feel like you have very strong values and opinions and you have a very strong affection to your country yeah i guess that has to do with my parents maybe no. they always love their country and no there is the good one then, I guess. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah so yeah anyways you guys are vis- uh, welcome to visit our country just don't come for the money. All right, all right. Right now we're broke. We're going for the money. She said we're going to go for work. So if you have anything extra to say as we're winding up. Oh, okay. So yeah, South Sudan is a beautiful country. Yeah, we do have our challenges. Every country has their challenges. Mm, true. But yeah, our people are nice. So, all right, yeah. people. This is the 360 Places podcast. And today we had a very strong, brave, and beautiful angel on the show from south sudan and much love to you more power to your country and you um, and i just hope uh this stability this peace that is there at the moment should keep going and should keep, keep getting stronger and yeah and i guess we'll see you guys on the next one thank you <laughs> welcome okay Hi. i guess that-